Hey, you're listening to the Sweet Pasta Experience. I'm your host, Sweet Pasta, aka the Princess Ho, and this podcast is for all the Princess Hoes and the men that love us. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Princess Hoes and homies, it's Sweet Pasta, aka the Princess Ho. Thank y'all so much for listening to my podcast. Make sure y'all subscribe, leave a review, share the podcast with the homie, all of that. Also, leave a donation on the Anchor website or just send me some money on Cash App, Sweet Pasta 1000 Hey, and super excited. We're bringing back, once again, the video component of this podcast. Thank y'all so much for being patient. The logistics, the logistics, the logistics. Check me out. On my OnlyFans, you can see the video portion of this podcast. Anyway, today's episode is called Ferrero y Lagrimas, Twerking in Tears. And I'm talking about how, as a princess, you can have fun after a heartbreak. So I got a question from one of my sweeties. Sweet pasta. Hey, what do you love most about yourself? Hmm. I really like that question. Of course, hands down, my positivity My positivity is what my friends and family love most about me. I'm always looking on the bright side. I'm one of those people who enjoys reverse gossip, (laughs) meaning I enjoy saying nice things behind people's backs. (laughs) And I actually have this tattoo on my chest that says celebrate that thorns have roses. And it's derived from a longer quote. Either you can cry because roses have thorns or celebrate that thorns have roses. And I'm just a naturally happy person. Like, I don't understand why there's a reason to be sad. And within the past six years, I've been intentionally consuming like self-help books about growth mindset, optimism, gratitude, and things of that nature. And that's what's really been holding me down, keeping me down here in South Florida. Because I've had my ups and downs, you know, the money's kind of funny, cracking jokes, (laughs) doing stand-up comedy. But I tell myself, like, if I'm going to be broke and stressed out, let me be broke and stressed out in the sun, under the palm trees, in proximity of the poppies. Just say it. (laughs) And honestly, I think my positivity is the reason why people mistake me for being a 21-year-old or 22-year-old because stress, I feel like, adds age. It makes you look ugly. So the fact that I'm always happy, upbeat, and positive it shows like physically, there are physical benefits of being positive. <laughs> so this actually makes me think of my personal experiences with being positive and intentionally choosing happiness. Um, but before we jump into the episode, you know, we gotta do the word of the day. So today's word is Pollyanna. Pollyanna according to Google, means an excessively cheerful or optimistic person. Quick sidebar, shout out to one of my favorite books, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. Absolutely one of the most life-changing books. And it talks about being a Pollyanna and how you can only benefit from being positive. Like being positive is a good thing. And the reason I chose this word is because I am the epitome of a Pollyanna. Like, I don't know how to be anything else but a Pollyanna. 
So earlier this week, I met this guy online and we went out for ice cream. And when we were out, he was saying, oh, I'm so excited. I'm going to this reggaeton festival. And I didn't think much of it. Like, you ain't invite me. So whatever, you know, do what you got to do. Follow your bliss. And then we talked on the phone later that week. And then he had mentioned it again. Like, oh, I'm so excited. I'm going to this reggaeton festival. Woo, woo, woo. I can't meet up with you because I got these plans. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, man, I wish I could go. But, you know, he just met me. And, you know, some guys don't want to spurge out their bread on someone they just met. So I'm scrolling through IG, it's Saturday, day one of the festival, or it's Sunday, I think early Sunday morning, and it's day two of the festival actually. And I'm looking at my personal Instagram page and I see one of my girlfriends from college and she's at the festival. The festival is called Vibra Urbana. And I did some research online, I was like, hmm, I wonder who's going to, who's going to perform at this festival. And then I look, I was like, oh my gosh, some of my favorite artists are going to be here. So last minute, I told myself, you know, Apasta, you're going to go to this festival. You're going to have a good time. And the reason I did this last minute is because at the time I was in my feelings, I was a little sad about not one, but two guys. Two, I'm just a big proponent. I stand firm on, if you want to meet a certain type of person, you got to meet in certain type of environments. And I feel like as a poppy connoisseur, what better place to meet some poppies than at a reggaeton festival? And besides, I am a firm believer in talk is cheap, walk the walk. And if I love reggaeton music so much, then I need to be at this festival. So literally day two of the concert, last minute, I order a ticket, I rush to get ready, jump out of bed, go to the gym, cause y'all know that's one of my new favorite habits. And then after the gym, I rush and go to church and then, you know, get your praise on. So I was probably going to spend that night. <laughs> and then I search a nearby hotel because I needed somewhere to park my car because I was not going to park at the festival. It was going to be super expensive, super crowded. And Lord knows the Ubers were going to be expensive and take forever and a day to order. So I found a hotel nearby and I went there parking their parking lot. And then I had asked to help the front desk and I had lied and said, hey, I'm staying at this hotel, but y'all never gave me a parking permit. And I was like, oh, here you go. So they gave me a permit, put it in my dashboard. And then in the hotel bathroom, I get ready. And baby, your girl was looking cute. I had on this tight pink dress and it was crisscross at the neck. Of course, typical sweet pasta, no bra, no panties. You know, you can see the nipple rings poking out. Real nice. And then I had on these sneakers, you know, cause I was gonna be walking around. They were black and white with blue and pink accents. And then to top it all off, you know, it's a whole festival. You got to be festive. I had these royal pink or hot pink, kind of like what I'm wearing right now. <laughs> I had these hot pink rhinestones on, just looking super cute um, to decorate my face. Then my phone was super dead. So I was like, well, let's wait. Let's charge it up. So it's a whole festival. We need to get, we need to have our phone. And as I'm waiting, I'm reading the book, Think and Grow Rich, you know, whole sapiosexual. And then as I'm waiting for the Uber, I see this nice golden poppy walk by and he's picking up some passengers for the festival too. And we just staring at each other. I'm like, yes, poppy, I know. I want to call no stare with you too, but you got to get this bread. You're not my driver. You're not my driver. And then finally my Uber comes. And then it's a real cool dude, Mexican dude. We just chopping it up. And then he drops me off at the festival and I'm walking with the crowd and I'm super excited because 
everyone, well, not everyone, a lot of people, they have on their country's flags on their backs, kind of like a superhero has on a cape. People tied their country's flags around their necks. I just love the pride. And because what at the festival, uh, I got my tickets late, I had to go to will call. So as I'm walking across the festival, the, the grounds, they're playing Dembo. And for those of you who don't know, Dembo is like Spanish hip hop mixed with house music, but for Dominican people. When I say it's some of the best music, it's so fun and upbeat, like you cannot not dance to Dembo. So I pull up to Will Call, <clears throat> and then the man, he gives me my wristband, and then I ask him like, oh, what do you gotta do to work for the festival? Cause I want to get free tickets for the future. He said, actually, we got a festival coming up in March, woo woo woo. And I was like, okay, I'm asking for myself, you know, so we possibly need a coin. He was like, okay, I got you. Then he got up, he said, hey, come with me. So he pulled me to the side and then he started smoking a square and then we exchanged numbers. I guess he didn't want his, his coworkers to see us exchange the contact information. Then he did something that I was not expecting. He gave me a VIP wristband so I could be closer to the stage. And I was so excited. I don't know if it was the universe loving on me or it was the nipple rings. But I was like, yes, oh yeah. So I finally entered the festival and it was just amazing. The first thing that I noticed was hanging in the air were a bunch of Latin American flags to decorate. And then there was also some cool little booths and stations. There was an area for some antique cars. In the front, there was some big jumbo letters that said Vibra Urbana so people could take pictures. And then of course, the best part of any festival, the food trucks. And then I'm walking around and as soon as I get into the building, I hear one of my favorite songs. It's by De La Ghetto and sections on it too. And it's like, party, da na 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 muksha mahali, da na 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 kikitate, 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 oh. See, and then I'm filming myself, I'm filming myself for the gram, and I'm also feeling myself, because I just look so cute in my pink dress, just, uh, just, just so happy to be there. And then I'm walking around some more, and I get some free stuff from the booth. I get a free t-shirt, super jumbo, but it was still free. And then I get some glasses and a clear pouch because you need one of those for the music festivals. And then I walk past the security guard, super slender, golden skin, curly hair, and he has some facial piercings. Now he wasn't my poppy poppy type, but he was still cute. And he was looking at me and I was telling him, I was like, sir, you too cute to be looking at me like this. And then he just smiled. So I go to the stage and there were some artists there and I really didn't care for them. So I went back and I walked past the security guard again. And then he started talking to me and then we chopping it up and I find out that he's a whole music artist. And we exchange IDs, um, IGs, excuse me. <laughs> we exchange Instagram accounts. And then he had noticed that I didn't have any posts, barely had any followers. And I told him, oh, I'll be posting my booty hole online. That's why they shut down my account. He was like, yep, that typically is the reason why you would get your page taken down. <laughs> so he was like, man, follow me back, follow me back. And of course I did not, cause y'all know I'm a whole IG model. You gotta build that clout. So anyways, I go to one of the smaller stages and I discover this new artist or newer artist. He's from Puerto Rico. His name is Chris Andrew. Never heard of him before. And he was a little vibe. He was a little vibe. He was one 
on one of the smaller stages. And I promise y'all, now I know he blows a lot of people kisses when he performs, but I promise y'all, he blew that kiss on me because I was dancing for him, you know, in that small crowd, I stood out. Like he he felt the, the fan support for me. And then at the end of the performance, what was super dope is that he went down to the, the floor area off the stage and he was hugging his fans. I was like, oh, he is so down to earth. And then after that, that's when the magic, that's when the magic began. So one of my favorite artists who, in the reggaeton scene, one of the main reasons I went to that festival was for sex. And for those of you who don't know, he's Afro-Panamanian. And if you like Rod Wave, he has a similar sound, a similar aesthetic, you know, big chocolate guy with the, yeah. He, that's what I would compare him to is Rod Wave. And then he came out wearing this hat, long sleeve graphic t-shirt and some denim shorts. Low key, he was making me hot just looking at him, but you know, do what you gotta do, style yourself. And as soon as he came out, I was just so giddy and groupyish, and just screaming at the top of my lungs. And I was singing all of his songs. Well, singing to the best of my ability because Spanish is not my first language. <laughs> Most of the times I just be bopping to the music. I can, I know the chorus of a lot of songs because I would put them on repeat. And two of my favorite sex songs is Sally Perea and 911. So Sally Perea, Sally Perea, dice, na 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 Sally, Sally Perea. Yeah, and then 911. Oh my gosh. See, I'm just embarrassing myself on this podcast. But, anyways, <laughs> I'm singing for my future poppy, y'all. I'm singing for him. And then one of the coolest parts of Sex's performance was there was a, a portion of the performance where he played the piano. And as a former musician, that was just dope. And I just love me a multi-talented man, like an, a man with some tricks up his sleeve, some surprises. And then after Sex performed, which was so amazing, uh, more artists came out. You know, one of the legendary artists, Nicky Jam, you know, he has amazing vocals, like straight talent, like no auto-tune, like he can sing. Uh, and then by surprise, Anuel, he came out. I was like, oh snap. And he's one of my favorite artists too. You know, he got like a little parrot sounding voice, but you know, I like him because he sound unique. You know, you can't mix him up with other people. Like he has a distinctive voice. And then while the performances are going on and there's like breaks in between, you know, I'm at this festival. Besides the music, I'm there for the poppies, you know, so I try to Kono stare and it was very intimidating, more intimidating than at the club. And y'all know me, sweet pasta. I'm very confident, very outgoing, but it was just so many people. I didn't know who to talk to. People were in groups. I just, it was just a weird thing. And then I tried to talk to two guys. The first guy, I gave him a compliment and it was a mission failed. He was just like, thank you. And he didn't pick up on me trying to flirt in Kono Sayre. I was like, okay move on <laughs> let's get some glue for my face and then the second guy I realized later he had a severe staring problem uh he was there with his wife <laughs> and the reason I approached him is that he wasn't with her like she was standing in front of him but he wasn't like the other couples where you know like when you had a you had a festival and they hugged up and booed up and just like 
vibing with each other they wasn't on that so I didn't even know he was married until he said something so anyways walking around I just gave up on Kono Sarah and I was just like you know what let's just enjoy the music so as I'm listening to the music and observing the crowd looking at all the cute outfits and everything I see so many couples and they're like dancing grinding and like just just vibing with each other and then with the Spanish niggas it's so interesting watching them like grind and dance because when they be how can I say it like when a woman's dancing on them like they dance back like they try to poke a hole into her pants and I just love watching it. I was just like oh he's so freaky that's part of the reason sweet pasta got freaky is just kicking it with Spanish people and then after watching everyone just grinding on each other you know seeing the couples all caked up booed up and everything I was kind of sad because you know there was this one pursuer the one who I was heartbroken over he loves reggaeton music and you know he's a poppy poppy and I was thinking to myself like oh I bet he would have loved this festival I'm sure we would have had a good time together vibing and then I had to check myself I was like uh-uh pasta we here for fun we here for a good time what's meant for you won't miss you if he wanted to be in your life he would be but he ain't ain't no shortage of poppies when the time comes a poppy gonna come or two or five <laughs> so as the festival gets later in the night the second best part of that evening of course was jay Velvet. So, if y'all are loyal Sweet Pasta fans, y'all know I love me some J Balvin. Check out episode 10, Numb Lips, Grinding Hips. And part of the reason I want to visit Colombia is I want to visit Medellin because that's where J Balvin's from. And I want to say Latino gang because that's like one of his slogans. Anyways, I just really like J Balvin. He's iconic and has his own style and his own flavor. And of course, he's talented. He got some vocals. You know what I'm saying? And some of my favorite songs are his classics, actually. Ginza. That song is like, I can't sing it because it's too much Spanish for me. And then 6 a.m. Ah, 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 If you were a reggaeton fan, you know what song I'm talking about. And then A Vamos. That's another song I like. And then one of his newer songs that I like is poblado super dope and what was dope is that at the performance because it was multiple people on this song he had brought the other artists so he wasn't just performing by himself on stage he had this group of men i don't know who they were some local like some smaller artists and they were performing i thought it was a vibe and my favorite 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 part of the festival was seeing jay balvin toward the end he was just dancing and smiling between the songs and I could see so much joy on his face. You could really tell that he enjoyed being a performing, a performer. And he was like the Hispanic version of Black Boy Joy. Just I just love seeing people happy. Like he was in his utopia, in his moment, in his bliss. And overall, I had a really good time at this festival. I will say the only downsides were that I wish there were more collaborations because a lot of those artists at that festival on the same day they got songs together, but I understand people, they want to be paid for their time and they probably had a flight to catch for another business thing or what have you, another commitment. And overall, I'm just really proud of myself. I'm proud of myself for 
one being open to Hispanic culture <laughs> and two just willing to go to places on my own and have a good time and not wait for people and try to coordinate with people or stay in the house if I don't have someone to go out with like no I'm gonna be outside and I'm gonna have some fun so what can we learn from this first things first to all my princess hoes priorities the second p of princess ultivity now I ain't gonna front y'all know I don't keep it 100 I keep 1000 I was not supposed to be at that festival I had other work to do related to my brand you know the podcast and all of that plus you know right now my money a little funny doing some stand-up comedy cracking the jokes I had other financial obligations and work to do but you know growth is something I gotta work on so princess hoes in the future be better than sweet pasta do as I say not as I do if you got work to do work first play later <laughs> and then secondly the fourth p of princess hotivity is playful you know when I was at the festival I was just super proud of myself because I was just dancing like nobody was watching and there was a time I used to be super shy I couldn't even dance in front of my brothers and sisters like I didn't even have rhythm back in the day and I was dancing and not caring about what people thought of me because one I know I'm a good dancer I got moves I got rhythm I learned how to dance over time but what I've come to understand when it comes to social gatherings such as parties and going being at the club and festivals Usually people are under the influence, they're drunk, they're high, and they're not fully there and they won't remember everything that happened. And honestly, they're not even paying attention to you. Or people who are in the moment and paying attention and can remember and recognize what's going on, they're going to admire you like, wow, they're so confident. I wish I could be like them. So when you out and about, enjoy yourself, dance like nobody's watching. And at the end of the day, how I really feel, okay, worst case scenario, somebody talk about you. Why are you trying to impress someone who's mean enough to talk about other people? Like if you at a fun festival like Vibra Urbana and you using your time to make fun of people, you're not someone worth being cool for anyway. But that's just my thoughts. And then lastly, Princess Ho's patience, the fifth P of Princess Ultivity. You know, this one saying that's been holding me down, I heard it on a sermon one day and it said, Never be jealous of people because when someone receives a blessing, that means God's in the neighborhood, the universe is in the neighborhood. There is no shortage of blessings. There is no shortage of good things happening to people. And I had to remind myself of that when it comes to, you know, poppies and cornos hearing. Cause you know, I'm a whole princess, so I'm meant to be pursued. But in time, the universe sees and knows something bigger and grander than what I understand and what I can conceptualize right now in the moment. So the poppy gonna come or the poppies you know because <laughs> i can handle a couple you know what i'm saying anyways to the fellas the pursuers okay first things first do not think your princess hoe is going to sit around waiting for you i'm not saying like it's bad to have breakups to end thing with a princess hoe you know follow your bliss sometimes things just don't work out but don't think just because y'all not together again and you moved on, you broke her heart. Oh, she just gonna sit around. No, princess hoes, we gonna be outside. We gonna be called Osiris. And when she goes out, understand that not all princess hoes be sexually promiscuous. Fun does not always equate to sexuality and promiscuity. Like some princess hoes, they be behaving themselves. <laughs> like having fun, being outside, it just means exploring, traveling. Some princess hoes be promiscuous like sweet pasta. Trust me, I wanted some action, but it don't always act 
pan out that way. And then secondly, use social media to research your potential princess hoe or, you know, listen to her podcast. <laughs> because if you want to pursue a princess hoe, you want to research her, her social media, what she puts out there, you, you can learn a lot about a woman. Like the pursuers of today have a way easier than men from back in the day because y'all can y'all know what a woman wants because usually usually we display it like we show the food that we like we post pictures of the clothes that we like we post pictures and videos of the activities that we do so if you really like a princess so pay attention to her social media she gonna be posting because i had posted after the event like oh look at my cute dress look at the performers just saying just saying and then lastly tell my fellas and pursuers I want y'all to be proud of yourself, similar to how I opened up the podcast and I talked about how I love my positivity the most. I want y'all to do the same, like making it a daily practice of reflecting on what you love most about yourself, what you're proud that you accomplished, whether in that day, that week, that month, or within the past few years. And I say this because one, I'm a whole feminist and I understand as men, y'all ain't got that According to society, now it's getting better, but really there's very limited emotions y'all can express. Like y'all can express aggression, sexual aggression. This is not a lot of room for like that inner work, that emotional intelligence, that inner self work. So I wanna encourage y'all to do that. And I've also been learning that because in Miami, a lot of guys, they feel inadequate because they don't have all the flashy cars and clothes. Like they feel like that's what they need in order to pursue a princess hoe. Like they are nobody if they ain't got no bread and they ain't flashy enough. And from what I've been told, there are not that many resources for young men to explore their identities, to build their character. And everyone doesn't have the luxury of building their confidence and building their character through sports or wants to. So there is just limited options to become a better man and become like a better character. So I want to encourage y'all to be better men by reflecting on what you love about yourself and what you're proud of. Because I feel like part of the reason princess hoes be struggling is because some, not all, some, not all guys, they're not the best, but part of the reason there are some guys who aren't their best is because they haven't had the opportunity to explore themselves on the inside to find what they love about themselves on the inside like a lot of them was just focused on money okay but what about your personality your character traits things of that nature and you got to be proactive with your healing and be proactive on making yourself a better person like you, we can't, y'all can't be relying on princess hoes <laughs> to make y'all better men. Like y'all gotta do the work for y'all, for yourselves. And y'all just, y'all are cool. You're cooler than what you think you are. And if Sweet Pasta can learn to love and explore what makes her amazing, the fellas and pursuers, y'all could do the same. Okay, so that's my podcast. I got a dip. But make sure y'all subscribe to all my social media, Sweet Pasta 1000 on Twitter, on Snapchat, and of course, OnlyFans, because you know your girl got body, but she also got bills. And then my TikTok and my Instagram, I got two new ones. Good Lord. As of now, <laughs> the Instagram and TikTok are 
the pasta is super sweet. It's all my princess souls. Uh, remember that you're worth the effort and you're worth the suit pursuit. <laughs> and if no one else loves you, sweet pasta does. Okay, gotta go. Bye.